Howdy, and welcome to a special edition of the Brazos Point Living Room. We've got Shelly. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. Where were you? Uh, oh, I was at the lake. I was in Austin. Oh. I was on a boat. Randy was here, though. No, he was not. <laughs> yes, he was. What? Uh, anyways, our, the reason why today is so special is we have some special guests. <laughs> we have Jess and Stephen Searles, our friends from the Northwest, planting the Point Church up in Seattle and Federal Way. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you. It's an honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our she pod- means it, Joseph. <laughs> what do you mean by that? She um, she listens. She listens? <laughs> yes, she does. She does. Faithful listener. Avid that was going to be my first question, question uh, but you've already passed. <laughs> <laughs> do you have something? Um, so we're talking about planting hope. So tell me about your relationship with gardening. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. Is is every church planter a a gardener? I just want to know, like, you know, as you're, you know, how everybody like draws illustrations from the gardening world. Yep. yep, yep. Um, Uh. Are yours about like what not to do? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I have a black thumb. Me too. (laughs) Me too. And it's like ash. And this is, this is crying out for water. Yes. We're not even talking outside plants here. We're talking inside plants. Yes. Like, just last summer went to a wedding and came back, and she's like, my plant died. Did you water it? I said, just, I did not know this plant existed. I like, I, like, I was like on the fireplace. Like, I was like, I, I literally, no, I did not water it. Why in the world? Like, I literally didn't know it was there. She was very hurt. That you had been keeping it alive up until then, Jess? I had, but not for very long. I got it as a present at the end of the school year. So it had been like a few yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's how it goes. Like, as long as it can last. So you're saying like a kid kept that alive all year handed it to you and then a couple weeks later I don't know how long they kept it alive but <laughs> by the way this is like a succulent like this is not like a like oh, a, oh like yeah a I'll kill a succulent like, all day long yeah. it doesn't matter yes. we, yeah, we don't it's like the camel of plants I know it's, like it's supposed to be easy <laughs> what about you Joseph I, I mean I'm, I've never killed a succulent <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't mess with plants. Like I would rather spring for a fake one that looks good and just be done. Same. I appreciate people who can do it. I just like. I already know. I, I mean, can't do it. I would, you've I, seen what I do in the church foyer. <laughs> yeah. Everything fake. Yeah, I've yet to kill a fake plant, so that's good. Well done. <laughs> our our church decor is fake plants. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's smart. Smart. That's not every church planter is not a gardener. <laughs> the four, the four being sent by this church Write are that not down. every church planter. I think it's honestly the opposite because Emily and I are not. Emily does. She well, a lot like you're you just. too busy gardening people. People's hearts. Yes, yes. yes. that's why. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on and uh, excited to see you again in Little Sparrow. Uh, man, I just having you back on the podcast we just want to know man update us on what god is doing in federal way and really at the point church these days yeah um so we are like this sunday would kind of be our four month anniversary five months five months wow uh, yeah we january Crazy. 15th um and so like in a lot of ways that's like i like wow it's been five months and then i'm like 
it's only been five months. Like, we, 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 like, <laughs> I feel like I've aged uh, many years. Um, but uh, God is doing really cool things. Um, we had a, a string of like 10, 11 weeks where we had guests oh. every week. And that was so energizing nice. to see people finding us. Um, through online really is how they they found us online like they, social media uh, or our, our website, our website or, or in our they were google, google yeah uh, seo is important guys if you're trying to get people to uh to find your website yeah, nice we, we meet at five which is different than a lot of churches in the area and we felt like it was what god was calling us to do but i think we're filling a hole mm-hmm. um <laughs> that other churches aren't filling so. yeah yeah, there are people that work at night or work, you know, whatever. So they've been finding us. Um, some of them have stuck, which you know, it's it's cool to see that. You know, you you always wish a few more would stick. You're watching all these faces mm-hmm. come, and you think we really connect with them, and then they don't come back, or you know, they say they'll come back and they don't. Which you know, it's okay. We uh, so we've really tried to take a week by week you know just mentality like uh-huh. did we allow people to feel seen and heard and known this mm-hmm. week whether they come back whether they want you know whether they want to be involved like did they feel seen and known and did they see here and know jesus and if if we can say we did that then whether they come back or not like then we accomplished our mission mm-hmm. um and and that's that's both rewarding because it's nice that we we can either say yes or no but it's also hard because then like yay we fulfilled our mission but we didn't add anyone to the church and our church is still, you know, fledgling in every way, you know. And so, um, but man, God has allowed us to do some really cool things um, with our foster care agency that we partner with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to to host a Easter egg hunt, um, and Jess made a craft for the families to uh, to pl- to kind of put together while we were waiting for the Easter egg hunt. About 150, 170 people were in our building. Um, That's cool. The, and like, it was the picture of heaven like Mm. all of these families all coming together kids of different abilities kids of different races and ethnicities like just all coming together and being a big family like it was such a picture of heaven Mm. um it was super cool um so that's been really great and we got to send out our first uh we you know we kind of look at everyone as a missionary you know they were just a group of missionaries that come together and happen to meet together um and so a couple that was like the first ones um to kind of side on with us last summer um they are moving to the cult headquarters of texas a&m university in college station mm-hmm. and uh they will be uh they'll be uh, the wife macy will be getting her phd and uh at, at a&m and uh, she's actually from college station so what we got to do is a really cool moment of saying no one leaves we send everyone. Mm. like no one no one just goes and goes on to what god has next like we are sending them and so we got to pray over them and celebrate them and tell our people look wherever you're going god is bringing you there and we get to be a part of sending you to that and we're going to celebrate it even though it hurts even though like you are some of our best friends even though like we love you guys mm-hmm. um god has something for you and we get to send you to it and we're going to celebrate that even when it's hard and just hoping that that kind of is the culture of our church that mm-hmm. like you know hey you get a job and you're going we're, we get to send you there and you're now a missionary to you know wherever you're going mm-hmm. anything you want to add just yeah, about just updates with our yeah. church. 
Um, we also had a baby dedication. Oh, yes. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had three. Sparrow, our daughter being one of them, and then another two little boys um, that we got to just in front of our church family, in front of some of their families, uh, just celebrate these children and uh, promise to raise them, to point them to Jesus and take that on as like a church family. And it was mm. really, it was a really special moment. Mm. That's super cool, guys, just to hear what God's been doing even in the last four months. And, and it does sound like in so many ways, like y'all are meeting a need, um, whether it's we're meeting the evening when people um, may be more free or they're looking for something or also just meeting the needs of the foster care and just people in the midst of adoption and, and that season of life. So it's super encouraging and cool to hear. I mean, I also want to know, church planning is hard, and you're doing lots of things, and you're building something on the fly, and uh, I, we just want to hear, you know, how have, God, how have you seen God work in you during this season? Yeah. I'll start, you want to think. We'll let, we'll <laughs> let just think. think, just as a thinker, she's a slow responder. <laughs> um, you know, for me, um, I was always a guy who felt like I could make anything happen. Like, if I just worked hard enough, if I just did the right things, if I just found the right people, if I just made the right connections, like, I could get it done. Um, that would be nice. That would be very nice, yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, I worked hard, and I, you know, I, I saw God's providence in things. I didn't think it was all me, but, you know, I just figured, like, the harder you work, the more results you have. And... God's showing me that in church planting, that's not necessarily the case. Not that I don't work at all, but like, it doesn't matter how hard I work, how many hours I'm spending with people or trying to find people or, or whatever, um, you know, building my sermons or building our strategy and fine tuning it. Like all those things are good and we do those things and we really have a plan and a mission and a vision. But I can't make anybody join our church. I can't bring dead people back to life. I, I, I can't do that. And so God has just reminded me so much how I truly depend on Him. Mm-hmm. Like that, that even if I'm doing the right things, even if I'm putting in the work in the right places, it still may not work if, that, if God is not bringing people to us and vice versa even if i if my sermons are not as good as they could be even if our you know music isn't up to snuff or even if the building doesn't look like it you know like we thought it would or whatever um even in that god can still bring people to mm-hmm. us um you know coming from a big church uh you know a church like Brass point that does a lot of things really really well um that we can't we just can't do it. We, we, we can't have children's ministry every week. We don't have enough people. So we have it every other week. And, and you know, that's something we would really like to have. Um, and we would like to do it really well, but we just can't right now. And, like, you know, I was like, well, no, no families are going to come. No, you know, we'll never have a family that comes because we don't have kids' ministry. And God's just been saying, like, if I want them to come, I will bring you people. I will find you a way to take care of them. I will change their hearts if that needs to happen. Like, and that's been really hard, but really good. Like this moment of saying, like, it really does all depend on God. And that, my head knew that. My heart didn't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I would say kind of similar to what you're saying is for me, it's been God's provision. Like even the people. If I, I was just thinking about it, is this true? Um, the people in our, uh, the people in our church, none of them, we didn't know any of them when we left Lake Jackson. 
And that in itself is really, that's amazing. God brought Mm -hmm. all of those people together. And just seeing, even in our own lives, like the way that we got our house was God's provision. Our daughter um, that we struggled with, we don't know why, for many years. And then he gave her to us. Um, even just just us making it, just us being able to live somewhere where it's very expensive, um, it makes no sense. Like so, so much of what our life looks like right now makes no worldly sense, mm-hmm. and it's just God providing yeah. as He does and making a way. Mm. And it didn't make any sense from the get go. No. If we can all remember when y'all moved, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. when was yes. that? the summer of 2020 wasn't it yes, <laughs> almost it was. three years ago to the day yeah. and i mean seattle was such a chill place during the pandemic oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no no so. restrictions or lockdowns mm-hmm. or yeah. well, it's cool to hear that uh your perspective you know walking through the last four months also the last couple of years and just to hear man just the the perspective and the focus on Jesus and the reframing um, that you're hoping to do in the hearts and minds of people is also Mm -hmm. taking place in you guys in the midst of of everything and man that's just cool to hear Um, man there there is nothing um, more important or harder (laughs) than planting a new church somewhere that desperately needs one Mm -hmm. and y'all are doing good work and you're right there in the midst of it uh, man and so we're proud of y'all and thankful for the work that God's doing through you up there do you have any other thoughts Shelly or things you want to draw out hmm well I do kind of want to hear a little bit so we have a team coming to y'all in next week two yeah. weeks uh, the, it's the next Friday week? next Friday you may we surprise them today. if it's like <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a week no, yeah, we, we get home from New Orleans on Wednesday and they come on Friday so uh, and it's students it's just it's another student trip and I got to be on the student trip last summer best mission trip I've ever been on it was so great we loved it so much but tell us a little bit about what you anticipate with that team yeah, so we're doing we're doing some building stuff, mm-hmm. like some projects around the building. Yep. Um, we are also the Saturday they're going to be there. We are throwing a like neighborhood cookout uh, barbecue for people in like our neighborhood but also just in our own spheres Uh, we have several people at our church that have like spouses or children that are either not christians or have walked away from faith and would not come to a church service but would maybe come to the parking lot and eat dinner yeah um so we're really they're gonna help us throw that Mm -hmm. uh then they're going to help us do one on the Tuesday night that they're there at our house to get to know our neighbors. Oh, fun. Um, okay. Because we are terrible neighbors. <laughs> like We don't really know them. And it's so when I was going through uh, residency with the Houston Church Planners Network, uh, they talked about this idea of neighboring. And yeah. like when we're all asking like, well, Jesus, who's our neighbor? And the question, the, the kind of duh question they asked was like, what if Jesus was like saying, hey, what if I'm asking you to go to your actual physical neighbor like the person who lives next to you mm-hmm. um, and so we're trying to to really do uh, what we can to get to know them and, and you know they're they're people we spend physically the most time near if you know not with but um, so but yeah, then then they're gonna the the team uh, is really gonna help us get ready for some things down the road this summer. Mm-hmm. 
um, we uh, we had anticipated maybe doing a couple other things, but God made it clear that like there are some projects around the the building that need to happen. We have a arts and music camp coming up in July, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be so cool. We're inviting. Um, we're really only advertising to the foster care community because we want it to be for foster kids and their families uh, to come and be a part. And so for us to be ready for those kids we have to have some building stuff ready mm-hmm. um and the team that's going to help us pull off the july camp is actually a group of 75 people from texas mm-hmm. uh, from the texas baptists and that, that are coming up and going to spread those 75 will spread out to five different church sites to help them um but we'll also need to have some things in place to be ready for them mm-hmm. so um it's a lot of getting set up for what's coming down the road so that God can continue to do what he's going to do. So cool. Well, guys, like you have shared, man, it's, it's hard work uh, that y'all are part of, but it's significant and important and the most important work that y'all are doing. I mean, the last thing I fully believe that those people who listen to this podcast are prayers and we just want to know how can, how can they be praying for you too, for Sparrow and really for the point church. Uh, yeah, so for our church, kind of our big prayer request that we've been telling everyone is for two families to move to join with what we're doing. Mm. Um, it would just be such a game changer to have to grow it in that way. But when people move to be on mission, they're even more in. Um, and I think it would just be really life giving to to the people in our area of like, oh, you moved here. And I, I also think. Um, people moving to the Pacific Northwest anywhere where there's not where Christians are few and far between is just mm-hmm. a good thing for the kingdom. Or, or Bridgeland. That's <laughs> people moving to Bridgeland. That, that, that's good too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to there next week. <laughs> this is not uh, But yeah, that, that's our big prayer request. We like we. It's a big prayer to say, Lord, send two families to leave everything they know their way of life, the quality of life, all of those things to come up. That, that's that's big and significant. Um, and so it's kind of taken, like every time people ask, like that's what we're praying for. Um, for us personally, though, like you said, it's hard. Yeah. It mm-hmm. like on the way from, we were at the local before this and on the way uh, here, just just said, I don't, I, I wasn't ready for how hard it was mm-hmm. and you can't be you cannot be prepared for how hard something is especially like church planting until you're actually there mm-hmm. um, and it comes in waves yeah. um, good things happen and you ride the the wave of just grace and then it's not always like big bad things it's like small discouragements in a row over and over and over and over and over and like you just find yourself further and further drifting away from that you know the the wave of grace um that that you were riding and and so you know praying for us that we would keep our eyes on jesus Mm -hmm. like like truly just say like lord you called us here and we know you can get us through like Mm -hmm. you you know every week we're we're going through the 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 gospel of john just like you guys were um and so like uh i i taught last week about uh jesus walking on the water and being in the middle of the the storm and like um those storms happen 
a lot while you're church planting. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I that I said in that message was that, um, and actually it was the week before I talked about, um, that we forget who's standing next to us. Mm-hmm. That we forget that Jesus is literally there. Like the creator of the universe is there with us. Um, and we the reason that those distractions and those discouragements hit so hard is we just forget that we, we feel like it's on us we feel like mm-hmm. we're failures when things don't work well and um as opposed to it may not have just been god's will like yeah we hold some responsibility to do to walk out the will of god um but um it's hard for us to remember that like it's mm-hmm. it's hard being alone you know we just spent 30 something years living in Lake Jackson, building friends, going, knowing people. I spent six years here and, uh, there's no one that knows us like that up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to start over twice. We moved to Seattle and then we moved to federal way, you know, two completely different places in, in city terms, people in Seattle don't leave. No, no one's coming from Seattle to federal way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, our friends that we spent a couple of years making kind of that, those relationships changed and we don't have any family. Um, and so that's hard. Like Jess's birthday, we both got a stomach bug and we don't, we didn't have anybody that we could just call to say, Hey, can you come grab Sparrow? Because we're both so sick. We can't move. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, we wanted to celebrate Jess's birthday and we wanted to not be sick and we wanted to take care of our daughter and we're here alone in the Northwest. Like it was hard mm-hmm. and those, it's not a big deal. Like 24 hours, we were over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I still preached twice on Sunday. Like that was, it was fine. Um, but those moments just, they, they get bigger because they pile on each other. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we firmly believe that prayer, pulls some of those things away and pulls those those walls down and and really levels the playing field for us when the enemy's trying to build a wall between us and god and so yeah Hmm. well that's a good list and thanks for the honesty and the vulnerability and i think our people want to hear it and know how to specifically pray for you so i'd actually like to pray for y'all right now um but you know as we as we go and if you're listening um man continue to pray for jess and and stephen and sparrow and the point church and also just reach out to them send them a message let them know that you're here and you love them and you care for them and uh yeah with this church is behind y'all so i know sometimes we're far away so it's hard to tell but there's a large number of people here behind you trying to raise your arms up so let me pray god i thank you for stephen and jess and god i thank you for their faith god i thank you that um, they've trusted you with their lives they've trusted you with their dreams and they've trusted you enough to move to really a whole nother world god and um, to reach people far from you father it's the work is not easy and it's hard and god they're feeling it and then they feel it often and so father we just pray that you would bring encouragement god you would bring perspective and remind them of the why um and god we pray for life change in federal way and we pray for life change through and in the point church and uh yeah lord we just pray that you would continue to reach people who are far from you Lord, we also pray in boldness and in faith, God, that you would bring more people from the area, from the community, God, and even those who feel a call to pick up and move and join in some of the hardest but most important work there is. God, we trust you with uh, our plans, with our dreams, and God, ultimately with the work that only you can do. And so, God, we give it all to you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 Thank you all so much for being on. And yeah. thanks for listening, guys. Love you. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>